Ms. Harrelson called the police and reported that someone had broken into her house. When the officers arrived, they found the woman tied up to a chair. She said a man in a black mask had entered her house and tied her up so that she couldn't even move. Then he had stolen all her savings and left. But the officers didn't believe Ms. Harrelson and arrested her for misreporting. Why? If the woman couldn't move, how did she manage to call the police? It was Hazley's birthday. Her parents said that they had a present for her, but she had to find it first. To help the girl, they gave her a note that said, Where should the girl look for her present? It seems as if the note doesn't make any sense. But that's only because the two halves of each word are switched. If Hazley places them in the correct order, she'll get pretty straightforward instructions. Your present is hidden in the basement. Sydney told her mother that she and her gymnastics team were going to a sports camp for the weekend. Mrs. Stevenson knew her daughter well and suspected it was just an excuse. Sydney was going to spend the weekend with her boyfriend instead. Still, the woman helped Sydney pack and let her go. When the girl returned, she was angry with her mom for forgetting to pack a toothbrush. That was when Mrs. Stevenson realized she had been right and Sydney hadn't been to the sports camp. How did she figure it out? When she packed Sydney's things, she put the toothbrush in the bag with her gymnastics clothing. If her daughter had indeed been to the sports camp, she'd have opened the bag and found the toothbrush. But she didn't, which means she never used that bag. Look at these people who are doing their grocery shopping. One of them has stolen a watermelon. Can you tell who? It must be this guy on the right. He's holding a soccer ball, but it looks as if it's very heavy. And since soccer balls don't weigh much, it must be a disguised watermelon. Mason went on an expedition to Antarctica. His boss asked him to send pictures as proof that he was actually there. Mason sent pictures every day, but when he returned from the expedition, his boss fired him. Take a closer look at the pictures and try to understand what his boss didn't like. Mason was sent to Antarctica, but in some pictures, you can see palm trees. No wonder the boss realized the photos were photoshopped and Mason hadn't gone there at all. An old man had extremely poor vision. He was living with his son, Mark, because he needed assistance all the time. One day, the man was resting in his armchair while his son was preparing dinner. Suddenly, Mark heard glass shatter. The man ran into the room and saw that the window was broken. He asked what had happened. His father told him that some dark-eyed, dark-haired guy had thrown a stone into the window and shattered it. Then he ran away. But Mark didn't believe his father. Why? The man had extremely poor vision, and he wasn't wearing his glasses at the time of the accident. He couldn't see the guy, let alone the color of his hair and eyes. Savannah went on a business trip with her husband. In the evening, 
the woman didn't feel well and suddenly blacked out. When Savannah woke up a couple of hours later, she couldn't remember anything. There were two men in front of her, and both claimed to be her husband. The woman couldn't remember which of them was her real husband. Can you help her figure it out? They went to a business meeting. That's why they're both dressed accordingly. The guy in a hoodie doesn't look formal, so her husband must be the other one, the man who's wearing a suit. Now, this girl, Susanna, can't remember who her husband is too. Can you help her? It must be this guy. Look, he's wearing a ring while the other doesn't seem to be married. Ava's parents, John and Catherine, came to the hospital to pick up the teenager. Can you tell which of these young people is their child? It's this girl. John and Catherine are Ava's parents. Ava is a girl's name, and she's the only girl in the room. Esme was having her usual walk in the forest. By nighttime, she realized she had gotten lost again. She was wandering around until she came across the witch's house. The girl petted the cat, (laughs) greeted the witch, and asked the woman to send her home. At that time, the witch was participating in a math tournament for witches from all over the world. She really wanted to win and to prove she was the smartest witch out there. There was one last task she couldn't solve. The witch promised that if Esme helped her, she'd let her go home. If not, Esme would have to stay with the witch forever. Here's the task. Make three identical squares by moving only three matches. You just have to move these three matches over there. It works, and Esme can return home. Thor asked his friends to guess what his laptop's three-digit password was. Each of them made a guess. The numbers they chose were 357-902-907-954. Even though no one's guess was right, every person guessed one digit correctly and exactly in its right place. Can you figure out Thor's passcode? Since just one of them guessed one digit correctly, the first digit can't be 9. In this case, three people would have guessed it right, and there wouldn't be enough people to guess the third digit. The only other option for the first digit is 3, which means the second digit can't be 5 and the third one can't be 7. Since the second one can't be 5, then it's 0. Two people guessed it correctly. And the third digit is 4. If it was 2, it would mean someone guessed two digits correctly, 0 and 2. But that's not true. So Thor's code is 304. Students were divided into two teams to do one task. Storm, Dean, and Brooke were in Team Yellow. Elsie, Emma, and Veda were in Team Purple. Following the same logic, what group does Lexi belong to? In Team Yellow, there are students whose names have just one syllable. In Team Purple, There are students with the names that consist of two syllables. Lexi's names has two syllables, so she belongs to Team Purple. Atlas got trapped in the attic of an old house. 
there are just three ways out, and all of them dangerous. Behind the first door, the roof and the floor are made out of magnifying glass, and the sun will burn anyone who comes in. Behind the second door, there's a room filled with poisonous gas, and the third door is hiding a hungry lion. How can Atlas escape? He should wait until it's night. The sun will set, and the guy will safely walk through the first door. Now, take a look at Iris and her close friends. Max, Jenny, Josh, and Ren. Who's her partner? It must be Josh. Look, they have matching tattoos. On a rainy night, Dylan was driving past a bus stop. There were three people there, an elderly lady who was feeling unwell, a doctor who saved many lives, and Selena, a girl Dylan had been crushing on for years. Unfortunately, there was only room for one more person in the car. What should Dylan do? He should give his car to the doctor, who would take the elderly lady and drive her to the hospital. And Dylan can stay at the bus stop with the girl of his dreams. Charlie, Andy, Taylor, and Alex are all related to each other. But one of them is the opposite gender from the other three. Here's what you know. Alex is either Charlie's brother or Charlie's only daughter. Alex's sister is either Andy or Taylor. Taylor's only son is either Charlie or Andy. Can you tell who's the opposite gender from the other three? If Alex is Charlie's only daughter, then Alex cannot have a sister. It means that Alex is Charlie's brother. If Alex's sister is Andy, then Andy's a girl. And according to fact 3, Charlie is Taylor's only son. But Alex is Charlie's brother. So we have a contradiction here. It means that Alex's sister is Taylor. So Taylor's a girl. Charlie, Alex, and Taylor are siblings. And Andy is Taylor's son. Keenan was watching TV when a detective arrived with a search warrant. The detective said that the city bank had been robbed, and Keenan was the main suspect. The man replied that he hadn't even left the house that day. He couldn't do anything. The police didn't find the money, but still arrested the man. Why? Keenan said he hadn't left the house. But take a look at the calendar and the grocery store receipt. The dates are the same. It means Keenan at least did some grocery shopping and lied about not leaving the house. You ready? Here's another brain-busting workout for you. And off we go! After classes, Margot was studying in the library. At one point, she left for the bathroom. When the girl returned, she found out her wallet was gone. Margot immediately called the police. The librarian said she'd seen some guy, but she had poor eyesight and couldn't remember what he looked like. After listening to her vague description, the police officers questioned three students. Owen said he had been studying and hadn't even left his desk until the police arrived. Finn said he'd seen the girl but never really paid attention to her. He was looking for some books. Lucas said he'd been busy talking to his friend on the phone. He hadn't seen anything. 
Can you figure out who stole the wallet? It was Luca. He said he'd been talking on the phone, but it's prohibited in the library. If he had used his phone, he'd have been immediately kicked out. So he's lying. During a casual walk deep in the forest, Esme got lost. After hours of wandering, she saw a witch's house. Esme asked the elderly woman to show her the way back. The witch refused, but she was in a good mood and offered a deal. She gave Esme three apples. Two of them were poisoned, and one was okay to eat. The girl had to pick one apple and bite into it. If she didn't get poisoned, the witch would show her the way home. Esme was a smart girl and managed to do it. How did she know which apple to pick? In one apple, there was a worm, which means it was safe to eat. A student was having an exam and he was about to fail it. The professor decided to give him one more chance and asked the last question. It was, what's my oldest daughter's name? The student was puzzled. The professor decided the question was too hard and gave the guy a hint. He wrote down three numbers, 58, 3, and 11. Can you help the student answer the question? It's a chemistry class. The riddle must be related to the subject. Have a look at the periodic table. The 58th element is cerium, or CE. The third element is lithium, LI. And the 11th element is sodium, or NA. If you put all of them together, you'll get the name Selena. The professor liked the game. When another student was struggling with his task, he gave him another puzzle. The man said, I have daughters. All of them, except two, have dark hair. All of them, except two, have blonde hair. And all of them, except two, have red hair. How many daughters do I have? Can you help the student out? This time, the riddle has nothing to do with chemistry. Pure logic. The professor has three daughters. One of them has dark hair, the second is blonde, and the third daughter has red hair. Ben was walking in the park at night when someone knocked him out and stole all his stuff. The guy went to the police. Three people, Cole, Jerry, and Bernard, were in the park at that time. They got arrested. The detective gave each of them a marker and asked them to write their names on the whiteboard. As soon as they finished, he immediately arrested the right person. Who was guilty? And how did the detective find it out? It was Jerry. Ben was hit from the right. It means the person who did it was left-handed. Among the three suspects, that's only Jerry. Hmm, really? Ben and Jerry? I think I need some ice cream. A member of an expedition to the South Pole found himself in a frozen cave. He didn't remember what had happened, but he knew he had to get out. The man saw three doors and a note saying what was behind each of them. 
Behind the first door, there was a hungry polar bear. Behind the second door, there was a room filled with poisonous gas. And behind the third, there was a room with sharp icicles falling from the ceiling every second. Which door should the man choose to survive? He should pick the first door. He's at the South Pole. There are no polar bears there. After classes, Nora stayed at the university. She needed to finish her project. She was sitting in the hallway. Soon, she got hungry. The girl went to grab some food and left all her stuff behind. When Nora returned, she checked her things and called the police. She told them what had happened and reported her wallet stolen. There were three other students nearby. All of them were questioned. Kennedy said she had been texting her friends. Ethan said, I did sit close to Nora for a while, but I didn't see or touch her wallet. Gabriella said she had been in the classroom and just walked out a couple minutes before. The detective listened to them and left without arresting anyone. Why? The detective remembered that Nora had gone to get some food. It means the wallet was with her and couldn't be stolen. The girl lied. Three women, Sarah, Mila, and Eleanor, went shopping. Two of them are pregnant, and one is a professional watermelon thief. Yeah, I know, but just humor me. Can you tell which one stole the watermelon? It's Mila. She's wearing heels. It's not the kind of shoes pregnant women would wear. Aurora was spending her summer in the countryside. She often took long walks in the forest alone. One day, she saw a huge mansion. It was obvious no one lived there, so she entered the house. It was dusty inside, but still beautiful. Aurora took some pictures and left the place. When the girl came back home, she looked through her photos. She wanted to pick the best ones to post on her social media. But then she saw one of the photos and screamed. Take a careful look at this photo. Can you see what scared her so much? Aurora noticed she, herself, was in the photo. But it's impossible. She was alone in the house. Stella and Adeline were sisters. Their grandmother once presented Adeline a bracelet. But both girls loved this piece of jewelry very much. So sometimes, Stella snuck into her sister's room and borrowed the bracelet. One day, Adeline came home and noticed the bracelet was gone. She knocked on her sister's door. Stella opened the door, realized it was her sister, and shut it again. In a couple of minutes, Adeline managed to break into the room. She started searching for the bracelet. Stella told her that this time, she hadn't taken Adeline's jewelry. Adeline didn't find anything and had to leave. But on her way out, she remembered something and managed to get her bracelet back. Where was it? When Stella opened the door, she had her hair down. But later, she already had her hair tied up. In those few minutes, she made a bun and hid the bracelet in her hair.
On a rainy summer night, Mrs. Miller came home after work. Her neighbor, Mrs. Smith, visited her. The women wanted to have some tea together. Mrs. Smith said her daughter was at a party. She met one of Mrs. Miller's triplet sons there. Mrs. Miller asked which one it was, but her friend didn't know. Her daughter could never tell the guys apart. The problem was all three of them were grounded and weren't allowed to go out until the next week. Mrs. Miller wanted to find out who had broken the rules. She called the boys and asked how they'd spent the day. Ian, the artist, said, In the evening, I was outside drawing. Ryan, the musician, said, I spent all day inside writing a new song. Luke, who likes sports, said, I did a workout and spent the rest of the day reading. Mrs. Miller understood which of her sons was lying and grounded him for another month. Who's the liar and how did she know? Ian lied. He said he'd been drawing outside, but it was raining. Another day, another walk in the forest, and Esme got lost again. And still, she managed to find the way to the witch's house. This time, the woman had another task for Esme. The witch gave Esme a candy bar and a knife. She was going to perform seven tricks. After each of them, Esme had to give her one-seventh of the bar. But there was a catch. The knife was magical and could only make two cuts. It was also impossible to break the bar or cut it without the knife. How did Esme fulfill these conditions and return home? Esme made two cuts, dividing the bar into the following pieces, one-seventh, two-sevenths, and four-sevenths. After the first trick, she gave the witch the one-seventh piece. After the second one, the girl offered the woman the two-seventh piece and took away the one-seventh. After the third trick, she gave the witch the smallest piece back. After the fourth trick, Esme took away the first two pieces and gave the woman the four-seventh piece. Then she gave her the smallest piece again. After the sixth trick, the girl took away the one-seventh and gave the witch the two-seventh piece. And after the last trick, she gave the woman the smallest part of the bar again. Bonus question. Hey, if Esme is so smart, how come she keeps getting trapped in the forest? I have no answer. <laughs>